This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Don't get me wrong. I love the ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Happy Tuesday, uh, the Tuesday before Christmas. We officially stated that it is Christmas week. Yes, it is. Even though Christmas lasts from Christmas Day through up to Epiphany. Yes, it does. But secularly, Merry Christmas week. Darn <laughs> it's, right. It's official. You know what we should talk about? No. Jeffrey Epstein. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not one of the stories, the headlines, like the great mysteries of news? And and if you even say his name, the, the, um, the, let's speak in terms Kamala Harris enjoys, Venn diagram of things that I've heard reported and then the allegations of things that are made in the conspiratorial world, I have no idea where the lines are drawn. None. Good to hear you say that because I have to remind myself a lot when I hear things about Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell that they're not conspiracies, that they're proven. Yes. And then people take that to, well, then what about this and that? And a lot of that we just don't know. If I mean... In three, two, one. Somebody on the comments is going to be like, Trump's name is in the... And I'm like, I don't care whose name was on it. I'd like to know everything. I would like the full exposure of whatever the heck the story is. One, so that there can be consequences. I mean, it's child trafficking. Yes, that's what it is. It's child trafficking. That's why, yes. He was in jail. Factually. And he died in jail. Factually. 
Maybe by his own regard. Yeah, he didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it that way so the you algorithm couldn't pick a, it up. You should put that in a meme. Ooh, nobody's thought of that yet. I literally did it with the Vivek sign that he held up that said, <laughs> hey, Nikki is corrupt or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And then, man. Tim Pool. Tim Pool. I was going to say, somebody blurted out and said, have fun, internet. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I was like, boom, boom, boom. I got this. And I mean, I, I, I was like... The the Epstein didn't kill himself thing is everywhere. Like, have you ever, you'll be like fully invested. It is the Rickroll of our time. You I didn't be, know it was yeah. that. No, I mean, you will be looking at something and the whole point is to drag your attention in so that at the very end they're like, Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay, yeah. And you're like, ah, yes. yes. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. It's but it's pervasive. I mean, it's on underpasses and stuff. I mean, that stuff is out there. And, and you know, like the lack of aggressive reporting and interest publicly in the news means one of two things. There's nothing there or there is something really big there. Tell me about and it. And I don't know which. I don't know. Which, I mean, we know what we know. Well, I, I've always erred on the side <clears throat> with that one. Whenever you're talking about people of tremendous wealth and power being caught in a web of possible pedophilia. You're like, you know what? There might be more to that onion that they're not peeling back. Fox News reports today that a federal judge in New York has ordered the unsealing of dozens of documents naming people linked to the disgraced financier and sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. The documents are expected to identify more than 180 people which include associates, victims, investigators, and journalists who covered the case. Some of the names will remain under seal, including those belonging to minor victims who never spoke publicly about the case and a person who the judge said was wrongfully identified as an alleged perpetrator by a reporter. At least one person asked the court not to release her name, arguing that it could put her at risk of physical harm. U.S. District Judge Loretta Preska outlined the reasoning in a 51-page order on Monday— The order comes as part of a 2015 lawsuit between Epstein accuser Virginia Goofrey. Is that how you say it? Jeffrey? Maybe. I don't know. And his former lover and accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell. The case was settled in 2017, but the judge indicated in hearings in 21 and 22 that the names would not remain sealed indefinitely. Uh, I don't know how to say a name. Virginia Giffrey, Jeffrey, I don't know. G-I-U-F-F-R-E. No, I, I know who you're talking about. I don't know how to pronounce it. Has alleged that Epstein and Maxwell trafficked her when she was 17 years old. She's now in her 30s. Some of the names have been withheld in some documents, but belong to people who have either spoken publicly about their connections to Epstein, have already been identified in other court documents, or were identified in Maxwell's trial. I mean, let's have it. Yeah, and why Why is it taking this long? That's That's very disappointing. However, it's good that it's coming out. Everybody who pays attention to any of this stuff is going to be waiting with bated breath to see the list of the names. But I caution that it's going to take a while again. It's it's going to take a while before this becomes mainstream. Who do we trust to cover it? Well, I think it's coming from the judge in this instance. So Yeah, but it's going to have to be covered. I mean, it, it, people are going to have to report on it. And, yeah. and I... I ask the question because I do not know the answer. If your name is included 
in whatever is to be revealed, does that automatically indicate that you did something wrong? Is it possible, again, asking questions that I don't have the answers to, I'm not, I'm not protecting anybody, I don't even know who I would be protecting, is it possible that your name could be associated with any part of this, with Jeffrey Epstein, and you not have done anything that is illegal or nefarious? I think there is. And if there is that defense that, hey, this doesn't necessarily prove guilt of anything, we will hear that repeated a lot hmm. by mainstream sources. You know, it's, it's interesting, too. If because, they covered it all. Because it seemed to me like Jeffrey Epstein was very interested in getting into the circles of the very rich and the very powerful. And he wanted to be in those circles. But I don't think that his like lead pitch was, hey— do you want to come down to my island where there's a bunch of underage girls? So I could see a scenario where there are people out there where he was trying to get to that he's like, nah, this isn't the one. No, so, it's very possible. So he's yeah. he's making the schmooze pitch, letting them fly on the plane and stuff like that, but they don't actually go to the island. You know, he uh, gives them a flight from, say, New York to Los Angeles or whatever, or, you know, as a as a gift or as a friend or whatever. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they were involved in that stuff. However, the more times your name appears on those things, the more suspicious it becomes. Just my thought on that. It, I mean, Trump's name is associated with it. Is he invested in making things public? I mean, we've heard about the Kennedy files and the interest in releasing those. I think Trump said that he was going to do that and he didn't. I'm always curious. What did you What did you learn that made you not find the time to do said thing? That's a good question. I don't know, but this is this is a big one. And it, you know what? It almost doesn't surprise me that they've decided to release it a few days before Christmas, because it's like the almost the holiday equivalent of a Friday evening news dump. You know, hey, hey we'll put this out there when people aren't maybe thinking politically quite as much for this short period of time. Usually that's a weekend. It doesn't surprise me that this is coming out, but it's coming out now. I don't know when the official release is going to happen, but it seems to be imminent. Um, Fox News also reports there's still an ongoing fight to release the names of Epstein's clients and people who traveled on his private jet, which came to a head in Congress last week when Republicans in the House and Senate accused Democrats of stonewalling their request for those documents. Hmm. It's just, it's one of those things. I, I, I ask myself if I am doing an injustice by not covering it more, but I don't know what there is to cover. And it is very difficult. I, I will, if you're a regular listener of the show, you probably know this by now. There are times where there will be the rumblings of a very big story that is probably about to break. And I don't like to report on rumblings. I don't like to dive headfirst in predictive things of great consequence. I said at the beginning of the show that I think it's possible that RFK Jr. would be a smart political pick for Donald Trump as a VP. I think it would be a terrible addition to the ticket from where I stand. I, if Donald Trump gets the nomination, I'm voting for him. I think RFK Jr. would bring people who would not be inclined to vote for Donald Trump to vote for Donald Trump, to show up and vote for that ticket which I think is where the political capital comes in. It's really just to get across the finish line on Election Day. But making, making a prediction about that or just 
you know, openly discussing the possibility of something like that in the future is very different than the implications of getting all. I don't want to get worked up. I'm not interested in the hyperbole behind what could be when we don't know what actually is, especially when it centers around Donald Trump, because you and I have been manipulated and lied to for so long for the entirety of Donald Trump's political career to make sure that we have a predicate of disdain for a man that you are supposed to not dislike as a political figure. You're supposed to hate him. You're supposed to despise that man. It's amazing to me to see what other politicians in Washington, D.C. can get away with as far as name calling. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, you want to talk about nasty. Like, she fights and fights dirty, and she's very good at it. Politically, incredibly efficient and influential. And if she takes on the same tactics that Donald Trump would take on, she's lauded for it from the left. And if you are watching it, if you're watching Donald Trump, when Donald Trump meets them, willfully meets the left on the turf that they generally fight on in political battles, I'm not talking about policy. I'm not talking about in Congress. I'm talking about in campaigns and in rhetoric. Donald Trump's like, where do you want to go? We'll go where you, you set the, you set the location, you set the terms and I'll fight you and I'll beat you on your terms. And it's very unsavory. But he has been effective in the past doing so. That's how he won the first time. I don't feel like 2018 was a huge grand slam. 2020 was certainly not a grand slam. And 2022 was a letdown. Does that Donald Trump way of winning, is that still effective? I don't know. I have my worries about it. And I say that out loud and people get upset with me. It doesn't mean I don't support him. But we see... People lie to us all the time because there is an inkling of a story. There is a paper, uh, a, a page in a chapter in a book of a story that they take out out of context and then they thrust it in front and then they all get in lockstep and they all repeat the same copy uh, talking points on this particular issue to shape the way we view something right before truth comes out about it. And then you got to convince people of something that never was true and when you have a predetermined idea of who this man is, Donald Trump, or anybody else for that matter, uh, you may not be convinced. The great irony of all of that is that's what Donald Trump has done to Ron DeSantis. He will fight you on your terms, on your turf, and he will try to win. I would like to see if he's going to take that that avenue. I would like to see him win. And in the meantime, while... We wait for stories like like what I assume is a gigantic story with whatever's going on with Jeffrey Epstein. It just is back burner because nobody's pushing that ball down the field. And it's just kind of shocking. Yeah, it's it's I think this story is maybe one of, if not the best example I've ever seen of powerful people being able to control the narrative, control information, control who gets it and who doesn't. Because, man, this thing. Though they couldn't stop it from happening entirely. I mean, they still put Jelaine Maxwell and, and uh, Epstein in prison. But they have basically quarantined it completely to this point. And the fact that this is coming out, to me, is a testament that the American system still does work. Because while it's taken a long time, the power is spread out enough that this judge 
you know, he may not have been the first choice or whatever, but this judge finally did require legally that this was going to come out. And here it will be. Now, what happens from here? We'll see. Yeah. Did you mean to rhyme? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'm that good. And speaking of good, I wanted to say something about that I should do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't quit your day job. Oh, wait, this is your day job. Yeah, this is what I do for a living. <laughs> Problematic. Oh, man. Let's take a quick break. It's the Tuesday before Christmas, Annie. It is. I know. You. That means you still have work to do. That's true. You're not done yet. That's true. It's a busy week. Has everybody checked out now? I think this week has been the beginning of everybody putting their putting their feet up on the desk. <sighs> do I get to do that? You can. You got to drag the mic a little further, though. See if you can do it. I'd gonna, love to hear this I'm next gonna, segment. I'm going to do it right here, and I'm not facing any of you. I'm just going to watch Martha McCallum and Senator Thune on Fox News. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Alan Jackson, man. I love Alan Jackson. So great. Saw him in, in concert when he was at Chaffetz Arena a while back. And um, I had some drinks that night. And I, I didn't drink sitting down. And I drank too much that night. And it's so weird because like, there are a couple times in my life, I, I'm not a big drinker. I, if I do indulge it's not I don't ever do it with the intention of drinking too much but when I hear Alan Jackson I was like I always want to apologize to him (laughs) I'm like I'm so sorry I don't think I did anything wrong but I just I just had an extra drink or two and it was a it was a great concert he represents an era of country music to me that doesn't exist anymore great 90s country 90s and and for some reason I thought he was a lot older than he is but I just looked him up he's only 65 I thought he was well older than that. I guess I wasn't really a 90s country guy, though, so I don't know. Hey, you know. guys are about the same age. Did you graduate the same year? Uh, let me ask him when I talk to him next. Will you forward my apology? I will not. <laughs> no, that was my next thing is that I will not forward any messages from you to him, though, when I talk to him personally. Did you have a story? 
Yeah, you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Well, we set that up off the air. Uh, 10 Christmas gift ideas that no, I, I don't want. want to, no, I don't want to talk about it. No. No. Uh, 10 Christmas gift ideas <laughs> for your coworkers, Annie. Okay. So these might be things that you would consider if you can't find my Heelys. Mm-hmm. Number one, personalized office Is this your wish list? No. <laughs> Is this a story? Or did you just write down things you want? If if your coworkers mean a lot to you and you think, man, I really need to to show them how much they mean to me, this is what Forbes says that you should get for them. Personalized office mug or Forbes. flask. <laughs> Personalized office mug or flask? Or flask. Flask? Yeah. Man, these people are from radio. <laughs> I know. I, I was a little surprised that people got each other flasks. That seemed like a bachelor party thing. Yeah, and you get one for a bachelor party. You don't need multiple. No, you don't need a lot of flasks pr- unless you are an alcoholic. You don't need a flask. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Is that something that, I mean, real question here. My husband has a flask. It's been used before. But is that something that that seems very like 1920s? It's novelty. There's no real need for a flask, is there? Was there a need in the 20s that there isn't in these 20s? I think so. Yeah, I think that it was that you could hide alcohol easier and move around with it easier. Whereas now... Why would you need to hide it? Because of prohibition. Well, not only prohibition, but also just the social stigma. Not in the 20s. Whenever, not, whenever prohibition happened. Oh. I think even there would have been a social stigma to walking around with alcohol that a gentleman would keep it in his coat pocket. Yeah, but I mean, if gentlemen <laughs> all have flasks and it's ungentlemanly to be boozing all the time. It's, it's ungentlemanly to drink it out of a brown paper bag. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was un, the, the gentlemanly These thing to do. These are your only options. <laughs> and this is, this yeah. is the way gonna, I understand it. If you're going to booze in public, at least have a little class about you. That you'd pull it out of your, even in the 60s, I would see this in the you know cool 60s movies. They'd pull it out of their coat pocket. They'd have a little uh, something on the rocks. They'd pour it out of their coat and they'd put it right back in there. It was like it was not okay to have alcohol out I don't know why, but that's what it seemed like it was. Uh, So you get a personalized mug or flask as a good gift idea. I'm just surprised that that made the office good idea. Uh, The next one is (laughs) motivational quote cards. Inspire positivity, a growth mindset, and well-being in your team members. Take back what I got you and get you these things. Through gifting them positive self-affirmation cards. I'm going to get Ryan a flask for his milk. (laughs) And then... Oh my gosh! With yes, a, with a nipple on it. No, no, no! That's silly. And st- I'm not a baby. That's ridiculous. I'm not. I'm That's not. Some I took dumb it too baby. far. Yeah. I love go- milk in a flask idea, though. Oh, that's so gross. If you could come up with some idea how to keep the milk cold, I was gonna say you have to keep it up against your body. And yeah, I don't. I don't know if I love that, but some some way to carry you milk don't around. Know if you that, love that, bec- no, well, I do love it. There's because, a part of it that he does love because it's not socially acceptable now. For to be a grown man carrying around milk. I love the fact that you are considering the thought of sitting in your office with a flask that ha- you're going to be taking <laughs> hits off the flask, and you're going to get reported to HR, and you're going to have to tell them it's milk. You know what? I would get I would get less weird stares if people thought I was drinking alcohol at my desk. I know that. than milk. That's my point. <laughs> you're going to um, have to have a different type of counseling after you reveal that it is in fact milk. What about? <laughs> They sent me to counseling. You know, <laughs> sir, you were drinking milk at your desk, right? Yeah, that's fine. No, 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 no. Out no. of a flask. 
<laughs> I was hiding it because of this stupid meeting we're having right now. Milk flask. What do you think about motivational quote cards? <laughs> Not really a motivational quote kind of gal. Uh, uh, positive self-affirmation cards that you can prop up on your desk and read while you work. <laughs> this is for real. Let's talk about affirmations uh-huh. for a minute. Uh-huh. You go first. I hate them. Why? Because it's the lamest thing. Because it, it's all about you. It's all about you. It's such a self-centered way of approaching life. I can't just do the thing. You don't need to wake up in the morning like Stuart Smalley and be like, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. No. They were for Michael Jordan. I hate it. Oh, yeah. That, that, that clip was amazing, by the way. He couldn't get through it. But I hate it. I hate I hate this whole self-affirmation thing. Ryan, you strike me as an affirmation guy. I have a poster on my ceiling above my bed that the first thing I wake up to in the morning is a cat hanging by one little paw. And it so, says, hang, hang in there. <laughs> and so I do. I get up and but I he, go, yeah. He sits up and there's a frog choking a, a stork and it's like, never give up. I don't know about that one. Uh, but the the kitty paw one is my jam, and that's how I come in every every day. I'm just kind of hanging in there after a lazy night of sleeping. <laughs> this is, this is another boring night. Hang in there. No, <laughs> there's also mirrors on the ceiling. Ew. Next one, tech accessories. <laughs> Particularly if your team member work, works from home or all, all the time or most of the time, you might want to consider buying them a tech accessory. <laughs> Here's a USB jump drive. Hope it's helpful. <laughs> to make it easier for them to concentrate on their work and be more productive. For example, you could gift noise-canceling headphones, an ergonomic hand rest, an external mouse to use with their laptop, or even a desk treadmill. Seems like that's quite a wide gamut of gifts. Also, we did a, you did a story earlier that's like, don't give people diet and exercise gifts. <laughs> hey, I know you were working from home a lot. Here's a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could yeah. do this while you're working on your spreadsheet. This is not a good idea. Yeah, and here's a self-help book that says how to overcome being dumb. Take that the right way, please. Stylish desk organizer. <laughs> An organizer can help set your team members, uh, help them to remove the clutter and maintain peace of mind, especially if they're working from home in a less than ideal space. <laughs> These are great. What about... Do you remember when you <laughs> found the power? Well, didn't you teach Ryan how to like power his computer or something like that? <laughs> the power cable? Yeah, you didn't... <laughs> I don't remember this. He didn't know that your laptop was portable or <laughs> <laughs> please remind me. Oh that. yeah. I don't remember it. Because you have you you hook your laptop into a dock and that's where you get the charging. And I was like, you know you can just get like a charging cable. <laughs> oh yeah, because it has phantom power when I'm here. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it hooks it when you hook it into the yeah. dock, it's all powered through that one yeah. connection. Yeah. Maybe you should have gotten me a tech accessory. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a charging cable for your laptop. <laughs> How about I, seriously, consider these. Edible, festive treats. So you probably haven't thought about the fact that you could get somebody something to eat. You, I still have the poop meat in my house. <laughs> oh, do you really? Yes. 
Has it what do you think I was going to do with it? Does it look different? No, I think it'll look the way it was when you gave it to me. Really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Ryan gave me a dinner in the form of chocolate, and there is a steak that is in the form of chocolate, and it does not look like steak. The whole It's like a whole Stouffer's individual meal that looks like it came out of the microwave, but it's all chocolate. So there's a chocolate broccoli and some chocolate strawberries, but none of them are what they are. They just look chocolate, mm-hmm. right? Because the steak is what looks like poop. It does. But it's made of chocolate. Um, ex- I think. I've never tasted it. You should try this year. It looks also like a crayon. It does look like you could draw with <laughs> yeah, it. You, yeah. Experience gifts. Maybe. For your coworkers. Tickets to a show, museum, resort, spa day, dance class, cooking class, or other experiences. Yeah, I think that's probably a, a good gift. I do too. I think this is one of the better ones. You got to on know list. the person enough, though. If you're just like giving a coworker something that you would enjoy, you got to make sure that they would enjoy it. Yeah, if somebody like Brad said, "Here, Ryan, I got you a cooking class," mm-hmm. <laughs> but you've told us you aren't good at it. Well, that's true, but it's because I don't like doing it. This is, yeah, this is in the same vein of here's a treadmill. <clears throat> However, if you got me a dance class, I would go in day one in full leotard and be like, "Let's go." Yeah. Uh, gift cards are on the list. Here, This one's kind of on the bad gifts, but they said, no, this is a good idea. A fitness app or a fitness gadget. For your more health-conscious coworkers, a year-long subscription to a fitness tracking app, home workouts app, or a fitness-wearing gadget. You got to know that they use it, and you can't introduce them to it. This seems like you'd... This seems like something that you wouldn't get a coworker. Mm-hmm. It's a like, friend this who is, maybe you yeah. work with, but it's got to go beyond... Yeah, like you, you have to know printer. this person pretty darn well to know that they were A, interested in this, and B, not already getting it themselves, which I guess you could be that close with a friend at work. Last one on the list is notebooks and journals. A sleek or Ryan. sophisticated <laughs> notebook is a fantastic and inexpensive gift idea for your coworkers. What I think you should do is jot down your feelings. <laughs> I, I like the idea of... A notebook. Just get him a notebook with a kitten on the front. It's just hanging on by one paw. Mm. It says hang in there. Mm-hmm. With mirrors on it. <laughs> this goes back to the original poll question that we asked a few weeks ago. Gift cards are a good gift, from a, especially from a coworker. I think that oh, yeah. my determination was yes. Isn't if, if gift cards have a place in the gift-giving landscape, don't you think that coworkers is probably where it's best? Yes. That's the best. Yeah, yeah, of of anybody that you're going to give a gift card to, that would be the best category of person. Because the 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 coworker gift is one that is mostly centered on I like working with you. I appreciate mm-hmm. what you do to help me do my job and I like working with you. Here's a gift. Cuz you don't give every single person you work with probably a gift unless you own a business or something like that. Um but if you know somebody more personally than work related you're going to want to do something beyond a gift card unless the gift card is something specific for a purpose that is understood when that gift card is given but i think that a gift card for coworkers is potentially the best gift that you can give or get i think that's possible i will say that i am very excited about the gifts that i got for you two i think i've got a good one for leah but i will see about that one i know the one i got for you is awesome Am I going to like it? Yes. I'm really going to like it? You really are. Well, that's kind of fun. I know. I got it. I got it. 
almost seven months ago. Are you as excited about giving me that gift as you were the Obama t-shirt from China or wherever it was? No, I'm more excited about this one. I'm, that makes me more excited yep. about it. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Alan Jackson. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Optimistic now and for the future, just 15% now. And for the year, now, by the way, this is up a little bit on the quarter, but this is the year for the average. 66% being pessimistic now and for the future is a record high in the 17 years we've been doing this. 66% are pessimistic right now um, with their confidence in America. That's according to CNBC, uh, their poll that they were delivering right there. <clears throat> Um, our YouTube live chat poll for today is what grade do you give 2023? And you can go A, B slash C, D, or F. I, it's hard to look ahead at 2024 and not feel like there's an obvious effect to the cause that was 2023, where people are right now. 66% of Americans say they're pessimistic now and for the future of the economy. A high in 17-year history of the survey. That's pretty dramatic. But if we're sitting here in 2024 on December 19th and Joe Biden has somehow won re-election, is that something that will be shocking? Yeah, yes, it will. Because of what you said a few days ago that I've been thinking about a lot. What is Joe Biden promising for the next four years? I've never heard anybody really say it that bluntly. And once you did... I had to answer, I have no idea. I don't know that he's even trying to paint a picture of what his next administration would look like, which is amazing because you're the current president 
running for president, that is the only thing you should be doing. And they're not doing it at all. I also think that you can sum all of that up in Joe Biden's own words where he said that he doesn't know that he'd be running if Donald Trump wasn't the -hmm. the guy on the other side. Because the Joe Biden campaign, and it's probably enough, the Joe Biden campaign is, I'm not Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I still will be shocked if that message carries the day. That is such a hopeless message that offers no optimism, 66%, no plan. 17-year high, pessimistic about the future. That tracks. Yes, it does. When, you ha- when, when the conditions are what they are, and you have a complicit media that's willing to spin anything for you, and even they can't figure out how to spin it, there's just no getting around it. Because messaging can go a long way. It can go a long way to making people feel good about a situation that may not be that good. It can. And they still can't quite I, figure out how to do it. I think that poll is is showing that feeling. I, I think what I think what you're missing here, Ryan, is is that the strategy isn't to get Joe Biden to win. It's to keep Trump from winning, to force Trump to lose. That's the strategy. So they haven't spent a whole lot of time painting what the Biden administration is going to look like in the next four years because they've been spending all their time painting a horror story of what they think or what they say it's going to look like under a Donald Trump. They want the pessimism that you're seeing on there because that allows them to win. That, I mean, that poll there shows that their messaging is winning because people aren't confident and they're not confident because it's Joe Biden's doing such a bad job. They're not confident because they don't think that they have a real choice in the next election. They look at it and they say, man, Joe Biden has done such a terrible job. But Donald Trump's a literal threat to democracy because that's the message they've been force fed for what we're going on almost eight years now. I mean, it was the message during Trump's presidency. It's the message after Trump's presidency. It's the message during Joe Biden thing. It's not about Joe Biden being good. It's orange man bad. And it's starting to work. And it's how you wear a people down. Listen to the former Obama press secretary, Robert Gibbs, and his advice. I think President Biden is in the situation, in the political situation that he's in right now from a, for a whole lot of reasons. But most predominantly, I think people are still feeling the pinch of inflation, even as those numbers have come down. I think this back and forth between these yeah. two statements is exactly what you see Biden needing and wanting to do, quite frankly, in engaging that rhetoric of Trump and beginning to force this choice so that people can see not just a president in a country struggling with inflation, but what that alternative is. You know, listening to his words there, saying that the president needs to pivot to Trump's rhetoric and remove people from focusing in on that the country is struggling with inflation. That's what we're talking about right now. But the default is, you just assume, you know already, that Biden's position is that he's the anti-Trump. And he is the antidote to Trump. That is the position that he enters the conversation with, and he doesn't have to even say anything in order to make that be known. Now, what Gibbs is saying there is that he needs to lean into that. I don't think that Biden is capable of it. And I think that every time they put him in front of a camera and a microphone, they're taking a risk. And with the world on the brink of being on fire in so many different regions, the stakes are really high for Joe Biden to go out and look inept or not capable 
I think that the I think that there are people in the world who are absolutely taking advantage of America right now because of his inability to effectively lead. There's a difference between being able to call the shots with the advice of people around you. I would I would hope uh, to high heaven that every single person who serves in the office of the president surrounds themselves with the smartest people they know who will disagree on avenues to take so that you sit and you listen to what experts have to say and then you have the wisdom to hear and then act based on sourcing information from people because you certainly don't walk into that office knowing everything. So the idea that that uh, President Biden would ask President Obama, what would you do? That makes sense. I understand that. There are presidents who have always reached across the aisle to talk to their predecessors, be it Republican or Democrat, for presidential advice, something that very few people in our uh, country have ever experienced the responsibility of being the president of the United States. So you lean on that, what is right now a fraternity of individuals who can provide some sort of perspective that maybe policy-wise would be different, but just knowing what the pressure of that moment is. So I don't begrudge Joe Biden for leaning on these people who I wouldn't want to be advising policy, but you understand that he's, of course, going to do that with the people who he trusts, who have gone before him and who are on the same side of the aisle as he is. That's in a closed-door meeting in the Situation Room, around a boardroom table, making decisions about things, ironing out policy, and so on and so forth. You put him in on mic- behind a microphone and in front of a camera, and he's on his own, you do not know what's going to happen. You can't clean up on aisle six. You will get what you get. He will shuffle out of the room, and he will look over his shoulder, listen to somebody ask a question, ramble something off, potentially insult the reporter if it's a, one that he doesn't like, And then he leaves the room. I mean, he does the same thing every time. So I don't really know. I I mean, the question, I guess, is. Is it enough to not be Donald Trump? And the actual answer to that. Is a little frightening because it might be. If the last three years had been average and not with this economy and with the world events happening, I think it might be enough to beat Donald Trump just because people have their preconceived notions of Trump. But after going through four years of a presidency with one man from 2016 to 2020 and then 2020 to 2024 with the other and seeing the stark difference, it's almost as if you don't need to campaign. You, you have two guys who are going to be running on record and one looks a whole lot better than the other. Even if people don't like him, they're going to remember because this is not that long ago. Lionheart says on our YouTube, JB didn't com- campaign the first time around, and he still won. That's true. JB, oh, Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, that's true. But at that time, he had a message. I'm not Donald Trump, and I will bring the adults back into the room and get back to normalcy. Well, that didn't happen. That's still his message, that's though. It's still his message, but it's, it didn't happen. And everybody can see that it didn't happen. So it's a very different I th- message. This but I time. think that's where your presumption is. I think that you're presuming that everybody can see that it, that didn't happen. Well, all we're doing right now is presuming because we're talking about future events. So it's all guesswork. But that is, I think, a very, very strong message that Trump has that he doesn't really have to do a lot. He could go out there and just say over and over, look at what I did. Look at what he did. Well, that's what he needs to do. And he needs to focus on that message. 
Well, we're going to continue to cover it. Of course, there's going to be lots to cover in the next uh, year. And as we move towards 2024, once we get to that 2024 date, I think it's going to become very real, very fast. Voting in Iowa will be taking place. And there's an immense amount of news to be made. And specifically uh, from the only place that Republicans hold the majority, which is the House of Representatives. It's a very, very small majority, but a majority nonetheless. Uh, Wednesday, 1245 on the Annie Fry Show, we are going to have Speaker Mike Johnson on our show. And we're going to talk to him along with Congressman Mike Bost. Very excited to have him join us. And we're going to talk about impeachment inquiry. We're going to talk to him about border security. We're going to talk to him about fundraising for Republicans to actually invest in what we could, you know, dare I say, maybe get a red wave. We're primed for it. We need to see people who can deliver. And so the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, will be with us on the Annie Fry Show at 1245 tomorrow. Very excited for that opportunity. The Speaker of the House on the Annie Fry Show. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I for don't, the, we shouldn't tell him that the last one that came on didn't last very long. Don't say that. <laughs> say for the second time this yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. We did two speakers on the Annie Fry Show this year, and that says something in another side. <laughs> <laughs> it's first time for everything and a last. Yeah. Let's get to the results of the YouTube live chat poll for today. Uh, what grade do you give 2023? Ryan, you said? A for me, personally. Brad? B. So B slash C. I gave it an A on virtue of being healthy and wholesome uh, throughout the course of this year. RSG said F for FGB. <laughs> okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica said I gave 2023 a solid C. It's not been great or horrible. I do, however, have a feeling that 2024 is g- going to be a very, very tough year. It will be a tough year, but we will manage to get through it all together right here on 97.1 FM Talk. This is going to be your home and destination for everything that you need to know, for the entertainment that you crave when you can't uh, grip the steering wheel even harder. We want to be there with you. The results of the poll today, 7% of you gave it an A, 21% F, 32% B slash C, 41% D. Let's do better next year. Stick around. Mark Gruden, up next. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.